Good dad bods aren't sexy. Truth, wit, and honesty all wrapped up in pure American patriotism and aging gracefully. It's the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 33, my fellow patriots. Um, that is a new intro that I had done. Uh, if you, I like to have fun and make fun of myself. Um, but I am aging gracefully. At least I think I am. Uh, Christina underscore V O Christina K R I S T I N A underscore V O. And I found her on Fiverr and she does really good vocal work. Um, so check that out. So today we're going to talk about several different things. The primary things being COVID, the vaccine, um, a little bit on the uh, election audit, and we'll take it from there. We got uh, an interview that I sat down with Ron Boyd and did about home defense weapons. It kind of goes along with the discussion I had in last week's episode. So hopefully you will stay tuned for that. Um, I wanted to uh, show you uh, the Patreon page that we have. And the reason I'm showing you this, number one, I am putting a ton of work into this show and um, into the documentary that I have coming up. And I do have a date for you on that. I'll get to that in just a minute. But uh, so you can see there's membership levels starting as low as three bucks a month. And it does include uh, some patron-only updates and Discord. I uh, haven't really have a lot of uh, experience with Discord. I do have the server up. Um, so that's there. And then digital downloads, you know, do some pre-show audio, different different stuff uh, uh, like that. So just really getting this up and going. But please consider this. This helps me out. And like I said, I'm the only guy here putting this all together. So I do spend quite a bit of my time. So I figure that if you're here, you are a patriot like I am, who is maybe a little fed up with everything that's going on and maybe a lot fed up with everything that's going on like I am. And uh, I want to provide this as a place for us to interact. So you can go to uh, some of the platforms and you can chat on those. Um, and I'm going to check that right now as we speak see if anyone's in there as of yet nope so really um the gamer platforms are the ones where you can chat so watching watching through rumble or cloud hub which really are it's too bad because they're my preferred platforms but if you go to facebook youtube and i don't think i'll be on those long i'm on my second strike um uh, which i view as an honor actually this the truth is what gets you in trouble um, but anyway, so, uh, if you go to D live or Trovo, you can also chat on those. So hopefully that gives you enough information. And right now I am streaming on, uh, D live cloud hub, um, on the website, which you have to be a member to get uh, Trovo and then, um, uh, Facebook and what's the last one, YouTube. So I just reconnected to Facebook and YouTube. I, did, I didn't have them on there last week or the week before, I think, because 
I'd gotten the warnings and I just kind of like, oh, well, I'll turn them back on for as long as they're on. If they're on, they're on. If they're not, I really don't care. I could care less. And that's what part of the conversation today is about. I wanted to, I want to have a sit down chat with you. Okay. So here's the thing. I know it sucks. I know it sucks, but people always ask, hey, what can we do about it? You know, we're just an individual and there's nothing we can do to fight back and so on. So let's take some subjects and talk about them. We have been going around and around for quite a while now about uh, critical race theory, for example. And some of the some of the uh, books and some of the education that our children are getting as it relates to sexuality, you know, as young as the second grade, sometimes even younger, things that, you know, should be up to the parents to discuss with their kids. Uh, so here's the deal. That's one example. Another example is what we see our corporations supporting, and that is companies like Walmart, you know, the woke the woke companies, Coca-Cola, et cetera, et cetera. Um, another is professional sports, where we have uh, the NBA, the NFL supporting um you know, supporting China, and they're happy to take the money and, the, and then enter into the market with China, and their greed uh, always overshadows their humanity. So here I say all of that to bring it to this. When are you going to say enough is enough? And if you have, great. You are a patriot. You're, you're, you're there where you should be. If you haven't, though, I want to just make you think about this because, yes, I know Walmart is cheap. You know, it's it's less expensive than going to another store. But think about what you're supporting when you support Walmart. Think about supporting their woke viewpoints. Think about supporting what they support, China, and what, what China is doing. And if you don't know, uh, I, I really want you to watch the documentary. It is coming out, by the way. Um September 30th, so that is for the Patreon subscribers. So available Thursday, September 30th, if you are a Patreon subscriber, and again, that starts at $3 a month, um, you can you can view the documentary when it is first out on September 30th. If, however, you decide that you do not want to be a financial supporter, and that's fine, that's your business, but that'll be released for everybody then November 1st. So I look forward to, to having that out. I'm pretty excited about it. I want to tell you a little bit about it right now. So we have, um, you know, an introduction section or segment that really deals with kind of the history of communism and Marxism and so on. Um, because, you know, every one of us that, that are out there, we always say that our kids are not learning this stuff. Our kids are not learning this stuff. So here's an opportunity for you, you know, after you watch this documentary yourself, should you feel that it's something that's appropriate for your kids to watch or parts of it appropriate for your kids to watch, that would be great. So there, there is some very basic discussion about history. And I think that that's important because you know as well as I do, a lot of people really don't know history, and history is, is being rewritten. So there's that segment of the documentary that, that is more historical. Then there is some stuff 
about what you can expect if America goes by the wayside as we know it and it turns into a corporate fascist state or a Marxist communist state. Um, so, so that's all part of it. And then um, we have quite a few guests. We have some really good expertise coming in. And uh, I think you'll enjoy it once once it's out and you see it. So again, that is uh, September 30th for Patreon subscribers and a public release of November 1st. And again, the November 1st release is completely free, so you don't have to you don't have to pay for it. Um, but I appreciate any uh, any assistance you can give me. That'd be awesome. Um, you can also go to our web page and you can become a patron here uh, on Patreon. You can also just donate and um, you can just send a one-time donation. That'd be awesome. But enough of that. So we're, we're, uh, we're looking forward to having that documentary out. And uh, I think it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, going to be good it's going to be a little bit of history like i said and it's going to be maybe a wake-up call to to some folks that really haven't been paying attention as to what's going on i would like you to comment and, and tell me kind of where you're at are you are you in the boat where you have decided to take a strong stand and dump some of the things that i mentioned like i honestly haven't watched an nfl game and since last two seasons ago now um, I used to be a huge Packer fan, being born and grew up in Wisconsin. Um, I started watching the Packers with my dad when I was like four. And uh, so, but you know what? It wasn't really hard for me. And actually, I found that it's nice having that extra time that I used to blow on a, on a game. And then, of course, if they lose the game, you're kind of in a crappy mood, you know, but uh but I find it's I find that I'm happier with myself making a statement. And same thing with Walmart. I don't shop at Walmart anymore. Um, you know, I they're I'd rather support the small guys anyway at this point in time because it's more it's more of what I view to be in line with American values. Uh, support those families. You know why support some woke corporate fascistic uh, enterprise that eats people and spits them out. And, you know, it was really 100% motivated by profit. Same thing goes for the woke athletes, um, the NBA athletes. And you know who I'm talking about, but uh, NBA and NFL, all, all of them that are, uh, on, they have this God complex, like they're holier than thou. And, you know, they're going to tell you everything that's wrong about America uh, while they sit there and they support China. Uh, as they're murdering people, organ harvesting, and everything else, which is part of the documentary, uh, and we'll go through that. So, so I'd like to know in your comments, you know, what have you done? You have any, do you have any other ideas for what people can do? Because I think we're all at this point where it's very, very frustrating, especially seeing, you know, what's going on uh, in this crazy administration. Uh, and so I, you know. I just want to hear from you and you can leave your comments on whatever platform you're on watching this, uh, but I would appreciate it very much. And um, I look forward to hearing from you on, on that. So.
traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. Yes, it does seem that crazy, doesn't it? I'll tell you what, here is the quote for the day, for the week, from 1984. The three slogans of the party. War is peace, freedom is slavery, and ignorance is strength. Boy, does that not sound like the political machine. The Uniparty. Three slogans of the Uniparty, it should say. War is peace, freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength. Everything has been turned upside down. Lies are shovel-fed into people on a constant basis until people believe that they're true. Freedom is slavery. Now we're saying that the oppressors, the oppressors, we're the people who want everybody to have an equal opportunity. That's individualism. That's freedom. But my God, that's oppression. We need to have a system that's based on community with a huge government, a huge government that oversees every decision we make that allows us to do things and that controls our freedoms. And of course, war. War is good. War is peace. War. Feed the industrial, the military industrial complex that Eisenhower warned us about. Uh, so is it just me or is this what we're really seeing? You know, I, I think we are. And I think that uh, you know, people also need to, um, one of the things in, in the documentary, you know, the documentary is, is based around, um, well, I'm not going to tell you that. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to let you, you find that out. But uh, anyway, I think that this, this fits very well. And when I look at some of the headlines, you know, um, things are in chaos. You know, at the, at the same time that our businesses were shut down and we were being, you know, told that we had to wear a mask everywhere, a mask, by the way, that science proves does not do a damn thing for you. Uh, give you a brief on that. The the virus, the largest virus viral side for coronavirus is about 60 microns. The smallest hole in a paper mask or a cotton mask is around 80. And then you have the aerosolized viral load, which is between uh, one and 10 microns. And that is, you know, so obviously, you know, it's like a mosquito flying through a fence. Uh, just doesn't work. It doesn't do a darn thing. And all the while as this is going along, we have the illegal immigrants coming into our country. And I read a report that the the ones here that are under this bridge or were under this bridge are going to be um, deported. I sure hope so. You know, I'm not against immigrants. I I do think a country has a right to be a sovereign country. And I do think that the United States... Um, Man, we need to we need to get back to actually being a country again, a, a country of laws, you know. And so I'm glad to see that happen. But at the same time, you know, there are thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of people coming across, people that have COVID, but you better wear your mask, or people that have tuberculosis, or people that have some other disease, or people that are that are bringing fentanyl into. Uh, into our country and killing people. You know, I was going through, I'm a musician, so I was going through um, the other day and I was just kind of scrolling around and I was looking at uh, Prince. 
that the musician Prince or the artist formerly known as Prince, and I did not remember that he died of a fentanyl overdose. Um, but fentanyl is not a new thing. Fentanyl is not a new thing. It's been killing people in our country for a long time, you know. And as our government is is uh, lecturing us, you know, they're allowing all these people and. and you know, everybody tried to claim or the left tried to claim that Trump said that, you know, though they're all murderers, they're all terrorists. That's absolutely not what he said. He's going to he said the same thing I'm going to say, which is we have the right to know who is coming in our country and we have the right to keep out MS-13 members. We have a right to keep out violent offenders. Um, and by the way, um, I don't know if I put this story in or not for today. But uh, I'll just mention it right now, and that is that um, we have now found a second person from Afghanistan that had been previously deported, uh, and he got through because nobody's vetting them. Nobody's, nobody vetted them. So we don't even know who we have in our country until it's too late, and who knows what we're not catching. Um, so we have you know, violent offenders who are coming to our country, and now uh, in Wisconsin, you know, there's... Uh, talk of uh, Sharia law, of course, being mandated by these people. They think they have the right to change what America is. When, as Americans, are we going to stand up and say, no, you follow our laws, you assimilate, or you get the hell out? You know, it's it's to the point now where um, you, you can't be silent. You cannot be silent, you know, which brings me to this. So yesterday... Um, you know, the the 18th, there was a, a rally, right? And, and Trump was on saying that it's a setup and he issued a warning for people to stay away. And many other Republicans uh, issued that same, um, echoed that same thought. Uh, so I guess I have a real problem with that because since when do we allow others to dictate you know, whether or not we turn out to demonstrate. That's our constitutional right, you know. So I get it. I mean, I, I get that you don't want to be in a jail cell like the political prisoners from the January 6th staged uh, Reichstag fire f false flag event that the Democrats put together. I get that. You know, nobody nobody wants to be in that situation. But so what do we do? So we let them take our rights away from us? This is one thing. This is the second major thing I disagree with Trump on. Number one is the vaccine. He should stop bragging about that because that's killing people. Number two is this. You know, we we have every right to to uh, protest and to do it peacefully, yes. But uh, I was honestly pretty disheartened to hear that. So um, as all this is happening, you know, we... We see Mr. Biden, this is from last week, you know, he, he wants to require, and this is going to grow, he wants to require, you know, 80 to 100 million private sector workers to get the vaccine. Um, and there's pushback against that right now. So that's good. But, uh, you know, it depends on who you are. Obviously, in this country, take a look at this. So now, if you're in Congress or you're a judge, you're exempt from the mandatory COVID vaccination. Boy, why? Why? Well, it's just another example of, you know, it's good it's good for thee and not me. 
these people are are traitors to this country. That's all there is to it. Um, you know, and this just it's, it just keeps getting worse and worse. Then um, we have the the study that came out recently talking about what's in the, the vaccine. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll put a link to this because it's definitely worth a read. So I'll have a link to this in in uh, in the description once I edit the post. The live posts are automatic. So once I edit the the post and put that out there, you'll be able to see that. So check into that more. But basically, you know, it talks about um, some of the ingredients and what they can do to you, right? Um, some nasty stuff. Some stuff where if you look at the material safety data sheet for for that, um, you know, it's it's basically poison, and that's why they're not telling you what's in what's in the vaccine. So um, I have this video that I want to show you And this, uh, you know, one of the other things that's going on is that there are plenty of protests around the, the world um, that are happening right now. Um, the problem is the propaganda arm, the Joseph Goebbels arm, of the media, like the CNN and the, oh, speaking of which, Don Lamont the other day, wow, there is a guy that has about one brain cell and it's working about 12% efficiency right now. Um, but anyway, I digress. So they they uh, have been covering up all the protests and the numbers of the protests and they're quite large and they're happening all over the world in Australia and Canada, in France, um, uh, you know, you name it, they're, they're all over the world. They're going on and people are sick and tired of this stuff. Um, so with that said, now this, this gentleman, um, is an attorney. He is talking about the number of Americans that have died from the vaccine, the real number. Um, he mentions about 11,000, um, that the government actually admits to right now, that figure on VAERS is past 14,000. And uh, well, he he will explain it, so I'll, have him, I'll let him go ahead and do that. Take a look. We have Ryder Fulmik Ryder here. He's a lawyer that has worked amazingly in the COVID courts fighting to bring justice for everyone. So please get ready, folks. He's on the screen. Big cheer. Dear friends, something is happening. The entrenched front of the makers of Corona is crumbling and dissolving. And that is because the power of us, the power of humanity, is greater than the power of those on the other side but in humans. Humanity with emotions will always prevail over digitalization and artificial intelligence. I say this after the Berlin Corona Investigative Committee has, since its inception on July 10th, 2020, heard testimony from more than 110 highly respected experts from all over the world on the questions of how dangerous is the virus, how dangerous are the anti-corona measures to human life and health and to the economy? And how reliable is the Drust and PCR test underlying all these measures worldwide?
Well, in the meantime, even the WHO has conceded that the virus, regardless of whether it is fully or semi-artificial or natural, is no more dangerous than the common flu, with an infection fatality rate of 0.14%. And accordingly, Singapore agrees and has removed all measures. These measures are as deadly and destructive as a third world war would be. And the Dresden PCR test, which was declared by the WHO under control of Bill Gates and the Chinese as the gold standard for detecting infections, is an outrageous fraud. First, a PCR test per se cannot detect infections. And second, the Dresden PCR test with 45 cycles of amplification has been said to show 100% false positives as so-called corona cases. Because from 24 cycles on, the test lacks anything even remotely scientific. And at 35 cycles, it produces at, le it produces at least 97% false positives, according to Dr. Mike Yeadon, former vice president of Pfizer. Only these so-called cases, which have in reality been faked with the test, with the help of this test, were the basis for the determination of a public health emergency of international concern in February of 2020. The acronym, by the way, for public health emergency of international concern is P-H-E-I-C, pronounced fake. This determination of a public health emergency of international concern, in turn, was needed by the Global Alliance of the Pharmaceutical and Tech Industries in order to achieve the goal of so-called vaccinations, which was their true stated intention right from the beginning. Only on, on, on the basis of this public health emergency of international concern, that is, on the basis of this state of emergency, is it possible at all, according to the rules of the WHO, to use untested drugs on humans by way of this emergency approval. All other steps, the social distancing, the lockdowns, the mask mandates, etc., served only to give the population, firstly, a visible reason for an otherwise illusionary panic created solely through psychological operations, and secondly, to subjugate them so that they would ultimately agree even to the so-called vaccinations. In reality, of course, these vaccinations are experimental gene therapies without any scientific study as a basis. There is neither a reason nor even a necessity for them. Firstly, there is no evidence for a pandemic. Only the fake Drosten PCR test with its false positives is responsible for the public health emergency of international concern as explained above. And secondly, uh, there are effective alternative treatment methods and as a rule, a human immune system that is very well equipped to fight viruses, even man-made viruses. Apart from that, the vaccinations lack any effectiveness as a very recent study by Science Files has just proven concerning BioNTech-Pfizer. And on top of all this, these shots are extremely dangerous, as the latest official, official figures from the U.S. prove. There, according to VAERS, the official register for adverse events after vaccination, 
45,000 people have died after vaccination in 180 days since the beginning of these so-called vaccinations. However, as our colleague Tom Rents learned from a whistleblower, these numbers were kept secret and false numbers were given, namely only about 11,000 deaths after vaccination. Even worse. In normal times, it can be assumed that at most between 1 and 10% of all the real vaccination adverse events are reported at all. But we do not have normal times. The mainstream media and the politicians, which are both under control of the global corporations and the global NGOs, are doing everything in their power to make reg registration of vaccination adverse events as difficult as possible, so that in truth, we are, in all likelihood, looking at approximately 500,000 dead after vaccination in the U.S. alone. This puts the other side in a panic, because this is not part of their plan. That is why this other empathy and emotionless side now drops all masks. In France, for example, the government is threatening to make vaccination mandatory and introduce compulsory vaccination. And in the US, the president wants to censor even private communications, even if it concerns completely correct statements, whose only problem is that they're not in line with the official fraudulent line as announced by the government. In the meantime, in India, in South Africa, in the US, in Canada, and in France, very large legal battles have been set in motion, or are now being set in motion. In Portugal, Austria, and Germany, excellent court decisions have come down, stating that the completely unsuitable Drosten PCR test cannot be the basis for any anti-corona measures. The Berlin Corona Investigative Committee already now has accumulated extremely incriminating evidence which proves that this was never about health. Rather, Mr. Global, as former investment banker and U.S. Deputy Secretary of Housing and Urban Development Catherine Austin Fitz calls the global corporations, NGOs and their backers, Mr. Global is exclusively pursuing these goals with their measures. Destruction of regional economies to make the world's population dependent on global supply chains. Shifting the wealth of the world's population from the bottom to the very top, that is to the super rich. Population reduction, which means genocide. And gaining total control over the remaining population. We are obviously dealing here with megalomaniac psychopaths and sociopaths who should have been stopped a long time ago. But now the time has come for this. That is why millions of people are demonstrating all over the world today. One other aspect needs to be emphasized. In addition to our legal work and in addition to our efforts at shining a bright light on these dark truths, there is a third level, namely the spiritual or religious or cosmic, call it what you will, level. And this level is crucial. This is what a story shows us, which a German doctor told us last week. He wanted to withdraw money at an ATM and went to the lobby of a bank for that purpose. There stood an elderly woman wearing a mask 
who fearfully backed away from him because he was not wearing a mask. She said he had to wear a mask because otherwise she was afraid of infecting herself and then her husband. The doctor told her, no, she shouldn't be afraid. And then he went up to her, took off her mask and took her in his arms. The woman began to cry and said that no one had hugged her for more than a year. That's what this is all about. It is humanity versus inhumanity. We are human. We, we can laugh, cry, sing, dance, and hug. The other side can't, because the other side has no access to the spiritual side. Therefore, without any doubt, the other dark side will lose this inhuman battle against life and creation. So there you have it. Have you had enough? Have you had enough? Already in this episode, we've talked about COVID. Let's talk about that. Have you had enough of a governor who walks away from a state after murdering 15,000 senior citizens? Is that America? Have you had enough? Have you had enough of people telling you that your children should be formed and shaped in their morality, shoved down their throat by teachers? who don't teach them history, who don't teach them what they should know, but instead are on some social some social mission to brainwash your kids? Have you had enough of that? Have you had enough of Hollywood destroying America in their comments and leading by very poor example? Have you had enough of the double standard? How one side of the aisle can talk about you know, murdering a president, but the other side, if they even say, criticize uh, an action, like let's say the Afghanistan withdrawal. Um, you know, you're labeled a domestic terrorist. You're labeled a domestic terrorist if you believe in the Constitution. If you happen to be my skin color, you're labeled a domestic terrorist if you think that you hold the power in government, that they serve you. You're a domestic terrorist. You're a domestic terrorist if you go and you protest peacefully while the mostly peaceful group burns, loots, murders, assaults, and destroys people's lives. And then the vice president of all people is right there with the money, shilling out the money to let these people out of jail. Have you had enough yet? Have you had enough of being told that you have to put a diaper on your face? Have you had enough about of being lied to about this virus? Have you had enough of them using this virus to destroy the middle class in our country? I have. What are we going to do about it? I'll be right back.
Hello, Patriots. Would you like to become part of the Patriot Army? You can do so by going to our website and clicking on the Become a Patron button top left of the screen. You then can select your membership level. Also on our website, on the top right-hand side, you'll notice a Download Our App button. This app will enable you to keep in touch with the Patriot Review on a constant basis. You'll also be able to interact with our forum and chat with other members. We hope to see you there, and thank you for your support. Are you an easily duped fool who believes what the Marxist media is spoon-feeding you? At KMU, you'll use the devices created by capitalism and that you can't live without to ridicule real American patriots who know a hell of a lot more than you. There's not stress at KMU. Each participant is given safe space and a supply of facial tissues and cheese balls. Studying, testing, and participation is eliminated because it's considered racist. That means you'll receive your degree in three days. Let's hear from a satisfied graduate. I have terrible memories. Some sick pedophile smelling my hair behind the woodpile. Now he runs around saying I was somebody beat up. But hey, I got my degree, didn't I? Um, yeah. We at Karl Marx University believe a mind is a terrible thing to waste. So we do the thinking for you. Call today and reserve your safe space. Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Hey Patriots, we're back. Yes, I know you have had enough. Just like I have. I know it. And here's what I'd like to do. I'd like you to send me... A video, 30 seconds, one minute, no no longer than a minute, please, uh, of what you've had enough of or maybe what you're doing about it. Uh, that would be awesome. You can uh, send that to me through my email, redbloodedpatriots, with an S, redbloodedpatriots, uh, at protonmail.com. Redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. Go ahead and tell me what you're sick and tired of. Uh, tell me what you're doing about it. Maybe you have something positive. God knows we need to hear everything positive we can. That would be awesome. And there are many positive things going on as well. People are really starting to uh, stand up and say enough is enough. And I think that's awesome. That's kind of what America is all about. Don't forget that we run this country. Uh, we are the majority. And that is something that I have to remind myself of frequently because, frankly, all this stuff really can uh, really can destroy you if you let it, and that's all part of the plan, you know. Um, 
but any for anybody who has kids or grandkids, of course, you know, they're going to be upset and they're going to worry about things. But uh, anyway, please do send me 30 seconds to one minute. RedBloodedPatriots.com or RedBloodedPatriots at ProtonMail.com. And uh, again, send me what you've had enough of or maybe something positive that you're doing about it. So I wanted to hit on the election now. Um, what's going to happen this Friday when Arizona releases its audit results? Well, from what I hear, uh, you will see at least a 17.5% discrepancy. And they will say Biden did not win. And from there, of course, um, hopefully there is a storm of uh, activity and more states are joining every day. I don't know if you watch Frank's speech. I'd love to get this show on Frank's speech, by the way, if you would write them and tell them to put me on there. That'd be awesome. Uh, but I wanted to just say that uh, if you have been watching Frank's speech, they've been talking about uh, multiple states and Mike Lindell going around to multiple states and talking to them and showing them the evidence. And now he's got up on him on Frank's speech. You can go in and you can go to your specific state and you can uh, click on your state and you can see exactly what happened in your state. So if you haven't done that, go to Frank speech altogether, frankspeech.com and go ahead and check that out. Um, so North Carolina, this is interesting. Remember the last segment I talked about, um, you know, Congress and, and uh, judges not having to follow the COVID, COVID laws or restrictions the same as other people, the mandate well, here's another example. North Carolina judge strikes down voter ID law claiming it's racist. Yes, you know, you gotta have a, you gotta have an ID to buy a 12 pack of beer or uh, to get a hotel room or to get your driver's license. You have to prove who you are. But evidently, you know, minorities must be too stupid to understand how to do this. It's just ludicrous. These activist judges, they, they're part of the problem too. They need to go. Uh, on a positive note, um, Colonel Sean Smith, who is just a genius, I think, he uh, was part of the the evidentiary um, three-day event that Lindell had. And, uh, you know, the left criticizes without, without ever watching a second of it. Um, I've watched the whole thing twice, and I am absolutely convinced that the evidence is legit and that the election was stolen. But here is uh, a group where you can join and you can get involved. And this is the U.S. Election Integrity Plan. And the address is USEIP, USEIP.org. That's USEIP.org. Uh, check that out. That uh, That's definitely worth taking a look at. And, um, again, Sean Smith is is part of that. Um, one of the most interesting folks I thought as far as uh, the uh, symposium went, the cyber symposium went, uh, definitely, definitely worth a watch. All right. So um, let's, let's take a quick look at the situation we're in today here. America 
is back. Highest inflation rate in the name is a pump. Southern border is collapsing. Climb of COVID infections. We amplify our power. We summon a new strength. This is a recruitment Should ad. Should we be embarrassed? Diplomacy <laughs> is back. Now the Taliban are back. Kabul is not in an imminent threat environment. The likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. They own the whole country now, the Taliban. The Taliban are now in complete control of Afghanistan. <laughs> How did President Biden get this so wrong? Well, first of all, the mission hasn't failed yet. If this isn't failure, what does failure look like exactly? Biden, you destroyed not Afghanistan, but the world! I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. Do I bear responsibility? Zero responsibility. China is ready for friendly relations with the Taliban. The lightning is open the door out there and the Taliban out there are going to come and kill us. Slow down, everybody. <laughs> we have to ask the Taliban for permission for American citizens to leave. True or not true? They, they are in control. I can't uh, think of anyone better to lead this operation than... than uh, do I think you're Satan? No, I think Satan's a lot smarter than you. But I do think you're dangerous. You and your laughing hyena sidekick, the vice president who bails felons out of jail so that they can burn, loot, and murder more people. Yes, that's exactly what I think. And in addition to that, I think that... Guess what? Things are going to get a lot worse, and I think it's going to it's going to be uh, on the economic side. And a lot of people are saying, you know, it's within a month or two. So anybody who's watching this, um, hey, what's it hurt to go out and and get prepared and get things that you need and have that stored? Highly recommend taking a look at that and doing whatever you need to do to be organized. There's one other facet that's under attack that I haven't mentioned yet, and that is the Second Amendment. You notice what's going on in Australia. You notice what's going on in all those places that do not have that Second Amendment safety valve. Well, we still do, even though they're trying to destroy that. Uh, but I think that that is yet another issue that needs people to stand up and fight back. Uh, so obviously there are several organizations that can help do that. I'm not going to tell you because I'm not loyal to any specific one um, over another. But uh, I, I do think that that is something that they have to come for uh, in the near future if they really want to go towards this new world order, this corporate fascistic whatever it's going to be system. They're going to have to attack that right as well. So along that line, I had uh, sat down, had a conversation with Ron Boyd, who's on here, uh, talks about uh, several issues with me. So I'm going to show you that, and then I'll be back after commercial break.
Joining me now is Ronald Boyd, the Patriot Review historian and contributor. Ronald, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, thanks for having me on. You bet. We're going to talk briefly about um, a few different topics today. One of them that uh, I know is near and dear to your heart is the Second Amendment and specifically what type of weapons are the best weapons to have in your home and the reasons why. Before we do that, though, I want to just I want to touch on uh, your thoughts about the election and specifically the you know the the states that are going forward the forensic audits. I don't know on Frank's speech this week you may or may not have listened to uh, Lindell talk about uh, how many meetings he's had with you know states in general and the fact that more of them are pushing forward in the forensic audit. Now, he presented this slide uh, at the symposium that he had. Um, you know, he states that these are the actual votes. Um, personally, in my opinion, I think that this is probably the most important and, and biggest issue that is happening in the United States today. Uh, I want to keep it front and center uh, for my viewers, but also, obviously, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll continue to uh, address other topics as well, but... Um, what are your thoughts on what we might see as far as the audits going forward in this in each state? Well, of course, I'm probably most concerned about our home state and how that will go because you know we we live here, so mm -hmm. I'm more concerned about that and see where that's going. Plus, I'm my major concern is what the Democrats are going to do. You know, for example, our state, we have a Democrat governor. You know, what are they doing? You know, he might actually uh, restrict access to certain information. Or uh, I, I know you've actually talked about this before, where they're act, actually coming in and doing updates on the machines, the voting machines. Yeah, and as they're updating them, they're actually erasing information that's yeah. on machines. Yeah, it's, so, called the, it's called the Trusted Build. Now, I, I went ahead and I emailed uh, County Clerk, and uh, after a little bit of uh, bouncing around, first I got a response saying that my inquiry was going to uh, legal, which mm -hmm. I don't know if that was supposed to intimidate me or what. It certainly didn't. <laughs> but, um, you know, so, so my letter, basically I, I wanted to know if the election machines – have been updated with this so-called trusted build, and mm -hmm. I want an update on the forensic audit. Eventually, I got a response, but uh, it, it took a little bit. And what I was told in our state that the uh, update has not been done. So hopefully, we can get the forensic images of of the machines um, mm -hmm. and go forward from there. And I know there's, you know, there's a there's going to be or it actually is an ongoing forensic audit, but. I wanted to bring it up because, like I said, I think it's the most important issue facing America and Americans today as we see what's happening with this so-called administration, the uh, the squatter and thief. That's the that's the best description I've heard for our so-called president or actually resident. Um, yeah. So so yeah. So I think that uh, as time goes along, we'll have more. Uh, meaningful data to share with people all i can say is right now you know it's looking very positive as far as the states jumping into what they should be doing the forensic audits 
so hopefully we'll have some resolution very quickly. Um, so I know a lot of people have been criticizing the Supreme Court, me being one of them. Um, the last couple couple uh, rulings, they seem to uh, come come around a little bit and stand up for what is right a little bit. You have any opinion on the Supreme Court and how how they might rule on this issue? Well, you know, of course, when we talk about the Supreme Court, you know, the major worry is activist justices on the Supreme Court, and uh, you know, they have ruled. Uh, negatively towards the election, but at the same time, you know, I don't know. For some reason, the Supreme Court uh, puts off like confusing signals. Like they, like like I said before, they they you know do a decision that's really negative. Then at the same time, the next week they have something that's a little more positive. It's like, well, yeah, it's hard to know. It's hard to know yeah, exactly so what they're they're gonna do, but. Uh, you know, yeah, hopefully, so that, hopefully justice prevails. That's what they're there for, after all. And of course, yeah. the, uh, the the communists on the far left are pushing to get more seats so they can water down the Supreme Court and and get yes. rulings to be in their favor, which is ridiculous. Um, and and you know that's also one of the major things we need to look at as far as maybe introducing a, a constitutional amendment. Stating that uh, if you're on the Supreme Court, if you're nominated and you are actually approved and you're on the Supreme Court, you can't rule according to your feelings. You have to abide by what the Constitution says. Yeah, we could use that all over in the, in and the uh, judiciary. If, and if you refuse to uh, rule according to the Constitution and the laws of the country, you should be recalled. Yeah. You know, you should be removed because... Yeah. You know, there's there's no excuse, and that's and that's true for all levels of uh, the judiciary. Right. It should be true for all levels, and uh, especially like when we're, we're talking about the election. And you know what? I, I think we should be, be we should be almost like the United Kingdom, where you're sitting in Congress, and you know what? Uh, the government's not abiding by the the laws of the country or they're just incompetent like the current administration you should be able to call for a new election you know let's we should have that as part of the constitution where if if the senate or the congress isn't willing to do it the people should be able to do it yeah they should ha be able to recall the president i'm not sure how i feel about that one i i'd have to uh I have to really think over that one because it kind of changes the whole idea of being a republic, really. It seems yeah, more like majority but, rule at that point. Well, yeah, maybe. But, I mean, you, you've you actually had prime ministers who are actually ver who were actually popular actually recall, you know, call right. for a new election. Yeah. And sometimes it backfires on them and they lose and sometimes they win. So, okay. uh, but to me, if... if if the Congress is not willing to impeach the president, and clearly this man needs to be impeached and removed from office because he he is just not capable. I'm sorry. He, he, has, he does not have the intellect to There's do no it. Doubt. There's no doubt about that. I want to move on, though, to our, our next topic, which uh, okay. is the Second Amendment, and in particular what I had kind of teased at the very beginning and just talking about 
the top five weapons to have in your home. Now, this is something that you wanted to talk about, so I'll just turn it over to you. Okay. Uh, yes, my this is like my top five, and I'll probably throw in a few uh, honorable mentions that should be included. And, of course, you want to talk about home defense. And yes. one of the best weapons for home defense is a shotgun. And you should probably choose a shotgun that, that's right for you, obviously. Uh, maybe a 12-gauge might might be too powerful for some people. So maybe opt for a 20-gauge. And if that's too low, opt for a 16-gauge. A uh, 16-gauge is not exactly a popular uh, gauge in shotguns. I mean, mm -hmm. they're still produced. Ammunition might be a little iffy. Unlike a 12-gauge, you know, ammunition is, is plentiful. You can find whatever ammunition. Uh, but a shotgun would be a good choice. I would recommend either a slide action or even a semi-automatic shotgun. Uh, double barrel or single shot shotguns, uh, now it, that's iffy. Yeah, but, Joe Biden was uh, famous a few years ago for saying that a double barrel shotgun is all you need. And, uh, yeah. of course, the criticism came right back that what if you have three people invading your home and you got two shots? Uh, yeah. Before we before we get any further, I want to just add to that that um, the reason why you you had mentioned a 12 gauge might 12 gauge might be too powerful is just for people who really can't handle the recoil or, or the right the, the kick basically that a weapon gives and um, and that's something to really consider. So 12 a 20 gauge or even a 410. I mean, if you get the yeah. right the right ammunition, um, those can do plenty of damage, and then of course mm -hmm. the, of course one of the top reasons to own a shotgun is that you're not firing pistol ammunition that can go into the next house, and, right. uh, and hurt somebody. So shotgun definitely definitely agree with that. Um, yes, and and also you you mentioned pistols. You know, a pistol would also be an acceptable form to use uh, for self-defense in the home. But it also depends on the caliber that you that you choose. Like you said, some of them might actually go through the wall, and that might be because of the ammunition that you use. Uh, you know, choose like a nine millimeter. That usually is pretty good. Uh, a forty-five might be a little iffy going through walls. Uh, a three eighty would probably be an excellent choice, and I would recommend. For the 380, probably the Walther PPK. Uh, it's a very popular weapon. Uh, they're sturdy. They're well built. They're fairly easy to use, and they're small for, like, for example, for a woman. You know, sure. they might be able to handle uh, a Walther PPK. It might actually fit better in their hand, and that's also another reason uh, for choosing. If you choose a pistol, how well it fits in your hand. Like, I yeah. have small hands. So a full-size pistol would not be good for me. Right. Whereas a Walther PPK or something similar to that size would be fine for me. Yeah, and you got to balance too. We, uh, I personally encourage that if you can legally concealed carry uh, that you do. If your state is an open carry state, I suggest you do. Um, just my opinion. I also think that it's important to tell people. Uh, Go to 
a shooting range that allows you to use a bunch of different pistols so you can see not only how it fits in your hand, but how it feels when you're firing it. And that's a great way to find a weapon for yourself that you're going to be protecting yourself and your family with. Yes. Yes, obviously you want it to fit very well in your hand, plus recoil is also a consideration. Uh, you know, how how much recoil? Uh, for example, a 45 or even a, a 40 uh, or even a, a 10 millimeter. 10 millimeter is really, really infamous for its recoil. So some of those calibers you might want to steer clear. Like, but yeah. like a nine millimeter or the 380. Uh, I mean, the lowest you might want to go is the 38 special. Yeah. Which is oh. use your revolver. Okay, what's your next weapon of choice? Uh, my next weapon of choice would be what we would call a long rifle. Mm -hmm. And a long rifle is usually a bolt action. And uh, usually for long rifles, these are more for like long distance. Sure. So if you're living out in the boondock somewhere and you, and if you see an intruder, someone that you believe might be uh, uh, considering doing ill upon you, a long rifle might be a good good choice to of have. Of course, you have to worry about what your state laws say. Um, exactly. You have to actually be in danger, and every state kind of has a different de a definition of uh, what constitutes yeah. immediate danger. Self but defense, yeah. you know, and then also, I mean, this is a weapon that hunters are going to choose, obviously, for their sport. Mm -hmm. So having one uh, maybe more the reason may be more slanted towards you know going hunting and enjoying hunting versus. A real true self-defense yeah. weapon, and and rifles, you know, as we talked about with other uh, pistols going through the walls and stuff. Now you're talking about rifles mm -hmm. that certainly will. Yeah, these are these are yeah. full-powered rifles. These aren't, you know, uh, just well, uh, assault rifles or whatever you want to call it. Uh, no, these are full-powered. Uh, these will will go through walls and they'll so, go into another person's house. So obviously, yeah. you want to live out in the sticks if you're going to use it. Yeah, so you or, you mentioned the, you mentioned the term assault rifle, but that's not really what the AR stands for, is it? No, AR actually stands for armor light rifle. Right. And I, I mentioned to uh, this to you before, the term assault rifle, where it came from. Yeah. It actually came from Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Because of a new firearm that the uh, arms German army industry actually produced, it was called originally called the MP. Uh, 44 and Hitler didn't like it he uh, he actually liked the rifle but he didn't like the, the designation and yeah. he said that we should call it Sturmgewehr 44 yeah, yeah so which actually means assault so, rifle yeah so I mean the, the, the reason I brought that up is because um, you know, obviously the left uses that as a, as a fear tactic make it sound big and bad and scary when in reality um, the AR is nothing but a different looking weapon mm -hmm. uh, usually you know the same calibers of the long rifles we were just talking about so um, yeah some of them are yeah yeah some of them are but the, the myth of uh, the AR being a, a, a military weapon I mean that's simply not true there's semi-automatics right. where a military mm -hmm. weapon is either fully automatic or selectable or they can go between yeah. the two right so yeah so yeah, fear tactic, fear tactic, fear tactic. Same thing that's going right. on with COVID. And of course, you know the argument of banning what they term assault rifles. 
they have no argument when you actually armed the Taliban with 358,000 yeah. assault rifles. Yeah. Actual yeah. select fire yeah, rifles. We could, we could talk know. about that all day, but... So you got uh, so we're talking about the AR. Is there anything else that you want to bring to light about the AR that uh, would be a reason to actually have it in your home? Well, uh, actually, for home defense. Uh, for example, a pistol. Yeah, it's great for home defense, but uh, you, it's not great for aiming. You know, I mean, yeah. you got to aim in a general direction, but you might actually miss the person that is breaking into your home and bent right. on murdering you. Whereas an AR, uh, you know, you lift it up against your shoulder and you can aim. Well, it's kind of like a shotgun. It's certainly, you know, more intimidating to have any kind of rifle than it is to have a right. pistol. Um, so, yeah, and absolutely. In addition, the AR-15, the caliber is, is normally the 5.56 millimeter times... 45, I believe, NATO, or the 223 Remington. Right. The 223 Remington is nothing more than a glorified 22. That's all it is. It's a, it's a, a overpowered 22 caliber mm-hmm. cartridge, uh, and so it, it might not go through walls. It, well, it might actually, but it might not go through walls. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I'm saying, and. Um, it's it's easier for you to aim with because it's it is against your shoulder and you can actually peer through the sights or you might have a scope on it or you might have a uh, a red dot or you might actually have a laser pointer on it. yeah so and that would be intimidating when you have a mm-hmm. laser pointer you know pointing at someone they know that you know there's uh you mean business and yeah. they might actually scatter um but yeah I mean, plus in addition, uh, an AR-15 or an AK-47 or whatever uh, notarized weapon they, they, you know, that which they call like an FNFAL, uh, M14. Right. Uh, anything like that is also perfect for defending against a tyranny. You know, right. a tyrannical government. Right. That's one of the chief means of defending yourself and that's why we have the second second amendment right and you got I, one you got one more left right okay uh oh actually maybe two uh the other would be a 22 rifle uh-huh. uh for example the ruger 10 it's a very popular weapon it is something you could buy buy for less than two hundred dollars uh, and they're, they have so many different modifications for it, you know, uh, aftermarket modifications. You can put a pistol grip on it. You can put a folding stock on it. You can put a synthetic stock on it. Uh, you can get uh, magaz- the external magazines that are, you know, like put 30 rounds in it or whatever. Sure. Of and course, the 22, the, the bad part about it is the 22 just doesn't have a lot of stopping power. And... No, for a, for but, a defense weapon, it's it's better than nothing. But it, it is better than nothing. And the other advantage However, is that the ammunition is very easy to get usually. Yeah, usually. However, you know, you fire thirty angry hornets at somebody. Yeah, right. uh, they're, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna leave. Right. You know, yeah, it it might not do a lot of damage, but you know, 
you get hit enough, you yeah. you, you know that uh, this is not a place to mess around with. Yeah. But yeah, and p- besides that, it's also great for plinking. Right. Uh, it's great for uh, getting used and, to and firing sort of a weapon. Target practice and yes. uh, varmints and stuff if you're living in the country. Right. Okay, what's the last one, Ron? Small game as well. Uh, the last one, uh, actually, the last one will be two different types of firearms. One uh, is the classic lever action, you know, like the Winchester 94 or the Marlin or even the Henry rifles. Uh, buy one of those. Uh, they're probably fun to shoot. Ammunition is probably readily available. And like with the Henry lever action rifles, you can actually buy one that's actually a pistol caliber, like the 44 Magnum, 357 Magnum. They, they might even have 9mm. Uh, they certainly have 22. Uh, so buy one of those, because just for nostalgia reasons, probably. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's a, yeah, yeah, and it's an interesting firearm. To if you own. got the money, to, if you got the money to throw at it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah, the Henrys are kind of pricey, but I'm sure you can find like a 22 caliber Henry oh, yeah. for around yeah. 350, yeah. somewhere around there. Right. And then uh, the second uh, other type of rifle is, is actually a rifle is military surplus. Mm-hmm. Let's say you can't exactly afford to buy, you know, the top of the line hunting rifle. Uh, choose a military surplus rifle like. Uh, well, Mausers are actually getting rather pricey lately, but you can still probably find a Mosin Nagant for like $300. And the Mosin Nagant, uh, it's a full cartridge or full powered cartridge. The 7.62 uh, times 54R is actually the longest serving caliber, military caliber in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mosin Nagant was adopted in 1890, uh, continued on even in the Soviet Union throughout World War II. Uh, there's uh, millions of them, and so you could probably find one. So if you can't afford a top-of-the-line uh, hunting rifle, a Mosin Nagant will, will do things nicely for you. You can even throw a scope on it. Uh, right. it's, it's, rug- it's rugged. It's reliable. It will serve you well in any weather condition. Uh, might not be as accurate as like modern day rifles are, and the action might not be as great as a Mauser, but it, it's something that will will uh, will do the the job for you. Okay. And all right, uh, so let's let's surplus. let's let's move on here to okay. the last topic, which is China. Um, okay. I really want to know. Uh, what your thoughts are in what 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 do we expect to see from China, given the weakness that's been shown by our squatter and thief? <laughs> okay, uh, for China, obviously they're making inroads in Afghanistan. They've actually uh, have treaties with with the Taliban regarding uh, rare earth minerals, and these are minerals that are needed for electronics, for like cell phones. Yeah. Lithium. Uh, They're going a trillion dollar lithium business right. is what it's about. You know, and, and yeah, batteries. And yep. also, you also have to consider like military applications. Uh, for example, our our tanks, the M1 Abram. Uh, there might be kind of 
rare earth minerals in the armor of those tanks. Mm -hmm. uh, and also for uh, ammunition, you know, some of these minerals might be used for, for making ammunition, you know, something that can penetrate mm -hmm. an A1 Abram tank or even uh, personal body armor on an infantryman. And also, we have to maybe consider what's going to happen with Taiwan. Yeah, you know, I think Taiwan is is target number one. I think that's the first thing we see from, from China. And then I think Russia also moves. Yeah. And that's also another thing, too, even with regarding Afghanistan, uh, the fact that the Afghanis, or the Taliban, I should say, uh, has one of the largest air forces in the region. And they have, like, more... Uh, Black Hawk helicopters in 85% of the countries in yeah. the world. Thanks to who? Thanks to Joe Biden. Yeah. And of course, gee, guess what? Do you think the Iranians, the Russians, and the Chinese aren't interested in those? I saw some video footage of, uh, you know, uh, some Humvees and some some other armored military uh, vehicles rolling into uh, a city in Iran this week. So yeah, they're also on parade in Kabul. You know, yeah. and uh, yeah, the, both the Russians and the, and the Chinese would also be interested in those uh, military vehicles. Yep. Or at least, you know, all they need is one. Just one to reverse engineer it. Yeah. I mean, that's what the Chinese are good at. Well, let's, They're face good it, at let's face it, the Chinese have been in, uh, broken into our um, databases at the federal level, military level. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that's been going on yeah. for years where they've been stealing our technology. Without a doubt, oh, yeah. they're they're good at it, mm -hmm. and you know you get their hands on a uh, Humvee or a Black Hawk helicopter, they're going to reverse engineer it, and they're going to produce their own. Might not be as good, but they'll re they're going to produce their own. I mean, after all, yeah. I think they they stolen the plans for like uh, what is it, the F forty four or whatever the uh like the stealth fighters. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, even you know it doesn't have to get um doesn't have to be complex gear or equipment either. No. I mean, um, one of the, I guess it's, it's, it's tech. I, don't, I wouldn't call it high tech anymore, but you mm -hmm. know, the whole night vision thing. And, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> you know, that was all left behind as well. So now you're talking about uh, in, enabling them to do night ops mm -hmm. with the quality equipment that our own soldiers use. Yes, and, and so if we actually decide to go back into Afghanistan, which this is what I'm fearing. I'm fearing that we're going to have to eventually. But, like, let's say we drop our Navy SEALs in there or U.S. Army Special Forces, you name it, whatever special operations group that we have. Mm -hmm. You know, you drop them in there for a night op. Well, gee, guess what? The Taliban has night vision goggles now, too. So mm -hmm. they can actually see you coming, which makes it even more dangerous for us to operate in Afghanistan. Or any other region where, right. you know, uh, you have the Afghani's with all this fire, all these firearms. You know, now obviously they're probably going to send some some of it to to Russia and China uh, to maybe look over. Not that they'll use yeah. the AR-15 or anything like that, or the M-16 or M-4s or whatever. But you know, still they're going to take a look at it. Probably. So from from uh, from your vision as a historian you know they always say that history repeats itself mm -hmm. uh, what do you see China in particular 
setting the stage for other than Taiwan? What what is beyond Taiwan? Well, other than Taiwan, I mean they're building uh, islands in in the South China Sea. Uh, they want to control the oil and natural gas that's in in that ocean. Uh, so I, other than Taiwan, I might actually see some conflict with maybe Vietnam, uh, with the Philippines, Indonesia. So you, there's a good chance of maybe seeing a regional war starting in the South China Sea. And it'll be over uh, oil and natural gas. Yeah. And I think maybe in our next conversation we could talk about kind of like what the dominoes are. You know, one of the things I'd really like to go into is what happens when a nuclear-armed Pakistan is taken over by militant Islamists, you know, and I think that's that's a possibility in the near future as well. So the whole global landscape is going to change. Maybe we can talk about that uh, next time you're on and, and okay. share your thoughts with people on that. So. Right. Ron, thanks for being with us today, and uh, mm-hmm. appreciate all your input. Of course, I will say this, just a reminder, um, one of the most controversial and opinionated uh, topics that you can talk about is personal defense weapons and weapons of choice. Everybody has their opinion. Everybody has their opinion as to stopping power, most reliable, that sort of thing. Um, so please don't email me about that. I mean, this is just... <laughs> This is just our opinion. If you have a different opinion, that's great. But, yeah, it's all subjective. Yeah. So, so thanks again, Ron, for being with us, and we will mm-hmm. talk to you next time. Thank you. You bet. You too can support the Patriot Review. Seriously, why not? You should help a guy out, starting at $3 a month. That's not so bad now, is it? Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty.
Hey, everybody. I am going to uh, end the show for today. It's an hour and 20-some minutes in. Getting older. Got to sit here and squint. Thank you for being here and joining me on this lovely Sunday early evening. I hope that you have a great week. And remember to send your 30-second to 1-minute videos about what you are fed up about and or what you're doing about it. I will feature them on upcoming shows, and that would be cool to have. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to get to know each of you, and the only way to do that is to really exchange stuff like that. And um, you can email that to redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. That's patriots with an S. Redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. You can also just send me an email. Uh, Let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know what you'd like to see. Um, All of that good stuff. So, again, I appreciate you being with me today, and I look forward to talking to you and look forward to more shows every Sunday at 4 Central Time. Thanks again.